All right, mm-hmm. so we're going to continue the exciting story of Deadwood, Deadwood City. City. Somehow so. I made it alive. I made it to the um, I think last, I, I cheated. You know what? I you really cheated. W- you read ahead, didn't No, you? I didn't. No, oh, okay. I mean, like, I cheated. I read where we were at because I, I had to take my ticket out because I'm trying mm-hmm. to get the, the thing. But, Beth. Uh, yeah, so. You know what, um, Beth? I'm going to leave the book with you because I was, all week I've been tempted to look in that book. <laughs> I really thought you brought it home, but I'm sitting there looking at it like, oh, man. And you know what? I noticed, am I like a like a young young lass? Because look at the back page. I don't know because like, uh, she, yeah, some pictures, it looks rather feminine and some looks rather masculine. But, you know, they got, got that long, long hair. blonde hair. I think they tried to make it to where it could be both. It like just some depends David, on, yeah, because, you know. It's like some David Bowie and ambiguous Yeah, because sometimes stuff. it looks, you know, more masculine than others. So I think, yeah, I think they tried to just kind of make it to either either or, depending on, you know, who's reading. This might be a heavily fractured uh, episode because we're recording in, in Beth's kitchen nook. And she has a, a bunch of pigeons. And now we're up to like six, seven. What's that one doing? He looks like a small turkey's all fanned oh, out. Yeah. Is he injured? They're kind of shaking now, too. Look at... Hey, you know what? Maybe he got jumped. You know what, Beth? Next time... Oh, you know, that's our little buddy. Why? What's his story? Well, he fell out of the tree, and he broke one of his legs. Oh, Oh, he's hopping. He's got a a gimpy leg, and we had to take care of him for a while. Dang, I wish I would... Then he learned how to fly away. I wish I should have gotten this out before you said all that, because I was going to say next time I'm going to bring my... um, my pellet revolver oh, and try to take him out. <laughs> we got the god pigeon here, like, picking fights with all the other pigeons. But, yeah, that's our little buddy. What are they eating off the ground? Uh, just, uh, I think Mark throws um, Lily's snack leftovers out there for him. Yeah, look at that punk. Them. He's just walking around pushing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is a cool spot. So, yeah, yeah, um... So where we left off in our story, um, I'm standing face to face to Kurt Malloy. And yeah, and you you're trying to you decide decide if you want to act tough or chicken shit out. So you if you decide to tell Malloy that you don't want him in this town either, turn to page twenty two. If you decide to keep cool and avoid trouble, turn to page twenty four. Oh man, I was gonna use the basis of how far out the pages are in the book, but that doesn't help at all. Now I'm gonna need some help, Beth. What's what's your? Hey, don't don't cheat. What's your educated guess? Like, um, facing him this early seems like maybe he'd lead me on to like you know do the the uh, what is it like at high noon the showdown or what was the second option? Keep cool and avoid trouble. You know what? Let, let's keep cool. Let's keep okay. cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's I'm a cool. On. I'm a cool guy, say, gal. Say, I just want to live. <laughs> yeah, for another day. Cause it, I look pretty young, right? I look like I'm not even a 20 year old. Yeah, maybe look, you know, 18, 19. I mean, the the what is it? The, the living age or whatever at that time was like what? Maybe 30. 35. Or 35. Yeah. If oh you man, 40, I'd be dead by now. If you if you reach forty, you were an old that's retirement old age. man, yeah. You'd have like great grandkids or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you don't want to risk a fight right now, so you start walking away. Malloy says, "Come back here, pal. If you aren't looking for trouble, well, why not?" You ask yourself. That seems to be where the action and the money are. If you join Malloy and his friends, Malloy give or. That seems to be where the action and the money are. So you join Malloy and his friends. Malloy gives you a little talk. I've got this town where I want it, but there's only one problem. That sheriff is a thorn in my side. He's a miserable cur, but he d- he could cause trouble. Now, I don't believe in breaking the law. <laughs> what in the... Wow. I just believe in changing it a little. I, I, I hey, he's, this guy speaks pretty... You know what? I'm kind of falling for Malloy now. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have a drink at the saloon. Meet me here in half an hour and we'll go over and make me the sheriff of this town. Hmm. So, if you're having second thoughts about being in the game and decide to pull out quietly while Malloy is in the saloon, turn to page 41. If you decide to help Malloy take over the sheriff's office, turn to page 46. Oh, man. It's... Okay, here's we're gonna have to debate this a bit. You know what? Put a put a cork in this one because okay. we're gonna discuss it and then we'll call it a day. Because this is this is my thinking, right? I like his idea of like let, not breaking the rules but bending them a mm-hmm. bit. Because you know me, I'm a little I'm a little uh, rap scally myself. 
<laughs> I like the idea of getting a new sheriff in town, but I like the idea more of me being the new sheriff in town. Yeah, well, you know, we're we're gonna have to write our own ending uh, to this. Ending to this, yeah. Because I, I like to have my own options, so I wouldn't mind if Malloy, you know, if somehow say we take over, but he snuffs me out, but I come back in ghost form, in an ethereal form, you know, that'd there be kind of cool. <laughs> Tell you what, we'll read through one adventure and then we'll make our own. Because <laughs> <laughs> our end is inevitable. I mean, uh-huh. our luck can only go so far. We've already kind of, uh, you know, taken a couple of those nine lives already. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the fact that this doofus is going to say, like, leave us alone. Because I am very tempted to just sneak off quietly because I am quite the ninja sleuth. But he is going to find us. There's no way one of these other cowards in town is not going to be like, yeah, I saw him just take off, like, Eastward, you know, he's going to, um, you know, San Francisco or something. So I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but to help him take down the sheriff, I mean, everybody fights the law and the law always wins, you know. Because yeah. put it this way, there are sheriffs and cops and all that in this day and age, you know, that originated back in the Western. But there are no Billy the Gangs and none of those, you know, they all get Not snuffed anymore, up. Yeah. They all take, you know, when's the last time you heard of a bank robbery? Seriously. Um, so that's my reasoning for it. <laughs> God, I curb my An old-fashioned, you know, stick them up. Yeah, the old-fashioned stick them up. Get the, the bags with dollar signs on them. Yeah, those are, yeah. Those are... <laughs> it was funny, when we worked at the uh, the arcade, um, underneath the the change machines, they had just, you know, these canvas bags full of change Yeah. Um, to refill the machines with. How much do they weigh? They were incredibly heavy. All nickels, huh? Yeah, all nickels. <laughs> and, um... I think each one had like 5,000 nickels in it or something Holy like that. Holy moly. And, um, <laughs> I'm going to do the math. And, yeah, it was, it, it was, they were ridiculously heavy, but so, but me and Mark went through and, um, drew dollar signs on, on all bags. of them. So they looked like the old canvas bags from like the cartoons <laughs> with dollar signs on them. <laughs> you think you guys were never jacked? I can imagine like some little punk teenager crackhead, like, Trying to haul off the bag and just, you know, sprinting away with like. <laughs> like trying to carry it because it's super heavy. Well, I'm trying to figure out, I'm going to look up later how many pounds and then how much money that 5,000 nickels is. Because I'm very intrigued. Cause so there are always, you know, little punk kids trying to. Grab a handful or something. You know, not so much grab a handful, but break into the games. I mean, yeah, whenever he, anything they're going to try to break into. Like I caught one with a uh, flathead screwdriver once trying to pry the little door open on one of the games. I'm like, so what you doing? <laughs> and he looked up like, oh, crap. And he took off running. He like left the, the place? <laughs> yeah, he left the place. I was like, <laughs> this is my screwdriver now. <laughs> oh, he left it. That's just funny. Yeah, he just he dropped the screwdriver and ran. <laughs> like dude it's nickels i'm not gonna have you arrested for nickels just don't destroy our shit man. yeah it costs more to, to it costs more to, to, to uh repair the damages to the door than what he stole so. i always like the machines in the back that that were like free and it said do not put nickels in here no what's really funny about that is what? there were actually we had to put screws over the nickel yeah. slots yeah 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 to make it physically impossible Imp- for people to put nickels in because people were still putting money in them or I, I thought they'd try to jam them in there even with the, the screws they'd be like trying to afford like please take my nickels like no you don't understand you just push start and it, and it works yeah and every now and then we'd have to open them up and take all the nickels out all the nickels that people put in there yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right so we will continue this because i am very intrigued and i hope yeah man i'm very i'm more invested in it for sure now <laughs> your jive ass alien with his co-anime ass. <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> i just yeah i just emphasize ass beth the supreme deity <laughs> hanging out with the pigeon pigeon prison yard uh going to start talking about the avatars you know like the little blue sexy aliens no oh which ones beth it's not the blue sexy aliens. <laughs> i hear that all the time it's all about blue sex Blue, let's talk Every, about blue sex. Blue sex. Okay, that that sounds like you know. Blow my blue my sex. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Quit, Lisa. Quit blowing my sex. Your sex, sex. Quit blowing your sex. Was that the one with uh, on the boat? Yeah, she's she's reading a romance yeah. novel and yeah. yeah, she's like, quit blowing my sex. I mean, 
quit, quit blowing your sacks. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we made it to 10 minutes before first Simpsons reference. But actually, before we recorded, we talked like we did, five well, minutes about Simpsons. Oh, well, yeah, and we were texting about it before you even came. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, for like three hours. So, Beth. It's just we, Simpsons, all Simpsons. Uh, so, about Avatar, the quick rundown. I've always seen it. It is about it's you know it's uh, it's not a bald sexy dude because he's like underage but he has no. a he has a blue arrow on his head yes so he is a blue sexy alien bam Beth <laughs> but he's not an alien confirmed he's not alien okay no. so he's a human boy yeah they're all humans and what's his name Ang Ang um, Ang yeah A A N G okay that's pretty simple enough so he nags if you if you have di- uh, dyslexia he nags <laughs> and he yes. might join a gang if he was a G um. Uh, and he's what they call an airbender, right? Yeah, he is the last airbender. Oh, he's the only airbender? Yes. There Whoa. used to be a whole bunch of airbenders, which were uh, modeled after, like, the Tibetan monks. Oh, okay. That that makes any sense. And, um... And it he, doesn't mean he farts, like, expertly, right? That's well, not breaking wind. <laughs> in, in the sequel series... Um, Legend of Korra. Oh, okay, that is a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that better in your opinion? I've heard. I, I didn't like it. it. I oh, didn't okay. like it as much, but that's just my opinion. Um, okay. But there, there is a character in that one who's an Airbender. He's the son. He's the grandson of Aang. Hmm. And um, wait, but I, I hope he, Aang had him when he was older, right? Because he's a kid in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's Aang's grandson. Like you know, generations. You know, after. sixty years later or something like that. Yeah. And um, he's an airbender, and yeah, he's like always farting his way around. Oh, that's he's awesome! Just, he's just like now this. I gotta watch Legend of Korra. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's like my character right there. <laughs> well, that's um, Milo, I think is his name. But but yeah, so yeah. Aang is the the well last the, of the airbenders. The the story starts. There's there's four nations. You know, Earth, Air, Fire, Water. Mm. The Fire Nation. Um, is like, you know, the strong military, the, the, the strong military powers are the fire and the earth nation. But so the fire nation decides they're going to take over everybody. So, okay. Um, I'm going to ask the real basic questions cause I, I don't know much of it. I've, I'd heard of it before at work. This kid tried to tell me the whole story, but it's very dense, at least mm-hmm. for my dumb brain. <laughs> and so I grabbed as much of a, as I could. It takes place like on earth. Yeah, kind of, well, it it doesn't it doesn't say it's Earth, but oh, yeah, okay. it, it's it's implied. I mean, you know, you got the they they do recognize the North and the South Poles. Okay. Everything yeah. else is just kind of a mishmash, you know. Their own, it, it's its own universe, and, I guess. And so it's roughly okay. So the Airbenders are like kind of based loosely based off Tibetan monks. Mm-hmm. What about the rest of the people? The water tribes yeah. are based off the Native Americans. Oh, very interesting. Um know. the Fire Nation is based off I think uh Japan. Okay, cool, cool. And Fire Nation? The fi- they're the Earth Nation. Nation. I can't remember who they're based off of, but yeah, it's very very Asian cultured. I don't want to say China, but it's probably closest I can get to it right now. Um, and, and so, like, what era does it take place in? It takes place like I'm gonna say the mid to late 1800s. And and all of it's kind of implied. There's no like dates. There's no. No. Yeah. yeah. It's like you know, feudal times. Yeah. Okay. So there's no guns. There's no, no. rockets. And so you got four nations. Yeah, trebuchets and things like that. And and okay, so that's the the sort of extent of advanced weaponry. Mm-hmm. And like, are there just normal humans around? Yeah, there are okay. nor- normal humans and the benders, who have you know the special art of being able to ma- manipulate their elements. Elements, yeah. And so, like, do they sort of the benders protect the na- the people, or are they? Well, some do. Some try to kill them. Um, you <laughs> use their powers for bad, like the Fire Nation. They're yeah. Um, they're trying to take over all the lands and like just kind of be the, the one the dominant, yeah. yeah, dominant element. And so, so the, so the whole whole thing is trying to end the war that was started a hundred years before by yeah. the Fire Nation. So by them trying to take over. Mm-hmm. And so the the Earthbenders are what you said are they they're like militant, but are they sort of just neutral? Kind? They're they're kind of they're 
<clears throat> excuse me they're just basically trying to protect their land but oh, they're they very but like you, you think of earth you think you know rock they're very sturdy they're very you know you, you can't push them around yeah they're, yeah, you know? they're very, yeah so but they've got a really big military force whereas the <clears throat> the waterbenders hmm. um their numbers have dwindled greatly and the there's waterbenders at the north and the south poles Oh, okay, okay. So they're so, kind of spread out. Yeah, yeah. So the South Pole ones is just like a very small tribe of people. So they like, sound more like they're, they're kind of peaceful. They're more like just... They yeah, they're just trying to... Well, all survive. the all the men from the tribe went off to fight. So it left all the women and the children there. Okay. So it's, it's just like a very small amount of people. But up in the North Pole, it's like this huge, you know, ice compound fort thingy where most of the waterbenders live, so... Oh, okay. But, but it's um, odd they're just surviving, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some are going off to fight in the war, and uh, but most of them are just trying to, you know. And then so the airbender, he's just basically like just on his own, just kind of. Yeah. So well, the airbender ain't. He's the avatar. The avatar can manipulate all four elements. Yeah, that's the thing I, I kind of caught a little bit of, but that's what I don't understand. So. Always he, the airbender was able to do that. Or? No, um, okay. it. It rotates between the four elements, because you know that, that I had never heard of. Um, I can't remember the exact order, but you know, like say well, uh, the the fire the the avatar before Aang was a firebender, mm. and then it went to the air temple. Then I think it goes to the earth temple, then water t- or or earth tribe, and then water tribe. So once he dies or what? Yeah. Oh okay okay. Oh no, it, it goes from fire, air, water, earth. That's what it is. Okay, that's um, the order of things. Yeah, because be- before Aang was Roku, who was a firebender. And mm. then when he died, he got reincarnated as Aang, who was an airbender. Mm, who, okay. when he died, got reincarnated as Korra, who was a waterbender. Oh, man, we spoiler alert. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> Legend of Korra is its own. You know, oh, they, they don't make a secret out God, of it. God, that so. makes so much sense. God <laughs> damn it. It's in the title. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember seeing that and then... I always thought, see, when I seen that, I thought it took place at the same time. No, so, no, no. It's like so 60 years Korra later or something and like that. kind of like, you know, were like... Because Legend of Korra kind of takes place in like the Roaring Twenties type thing. Oh. You know, automo- uh, automobiles have just been invented. You know, it's lots of gangs and See, when I like when I watch like, like cartoon stuff, whatever, I sort of... I could take in that kind of stuff easier. Like mm-hmm. more... When I wa- Okay, when I watch feudal stuff... I could watch like live action easier. I don't know what my brain's real stupid, but when I watch like cartoony stuff, it's easier for me to take like current or last hundred years stuff easier. I don't know why it is, but when I watch like trees and mountains and like uh, ancient battle Japan stuff, I have a harder time watching like cartoon stuff. I don't know what <laughs> it is. My brain is real stupid. The last people that try to dissect, they just pass out from the <laughs> moron. Yeah. There's no trying to understand you. No, please. It just, <laughs> it I, it's the same been, way. It's been hit the pavement plenty of times, trust me. It's like a it's like a bowling pin wrapped in a coconut, you know. A bowling pin, a <laughs> bowling ball. Wrapped in a vest. Yeah, wrapped in a Kevlar vest. All right, so let, let's not go to Korra because that's a whole yeah, other thing. Yeah, that's a whole thing. other thing. Plus, I don't really know that much about Korra. Oh, yeah, cause cause I, could, cause, I couldn't really get into it as oh. much as I was able to get into Is that a series over too? Do you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Aang. So, so how did it work out? Okay. So first, the Firebender. He he died, and, and so Aang got, got re- it. Yeah. He all all the avatars are reincarnations. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. But so Aang was he already by himself when he got? No, he wasn't even born yet. So okay. when Roku died, yeah, he got reborn as Aang, and when all the other airbenders were dead already that's what i'm no the um the fire lord yeah. who started the war yeah he knew that the avatar can stop him and he knew that in the order of which the avatars are avatars are born so not everybody knows that he's like it's you know it's like he knew because um avatar roku the avatar before ain yeah. was, it was he was the best friend with the fire lord that started the war oh he tried okay, to okay. talk him out of it oh okay Okay. But you know, spoiler alert, yeah. But um, <laughs> when, it, I was too busy but Roku the... Roku died, yeah. so he's like, okay, I can start my war now. But the av- next avatar could stop me. I know they're going to be airbenders. Yeah. So he sent troops to the airbending temples and wiped out all the airbenders. Uh, but for yeah. some somehow, 
No, 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 not somehow. Um, I know how, but um, Ain was able to escape. How old was he? He was 12. Oh. Because um, usually the rule is when, you know, the, the next airbender or the next avatar is found, mm-hmm. they're not supposed to know until they're 16. Oh, okay. But because of the war, they told Ain when he was 12 and he was too young to understand it. So he got mm. scared and ran away. Oh, punk. Right before the Fire Nation came mm. and wiped out his temple. Yeah. So who told him? Who? The the elders of the, um, oh, okay. air, of the air, air temples. Society yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I know. It's co- pretty complex when you're not watching it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when right. you're watching it, it makes perfect sense. But trying to explain it to somebody. Order, yeah. yeah. Trying to tell it to somebody who's never seen it. It's well, so like, so the I series. I like I'm going all over the place. But. Yeah. Well, so the series, when it starts, like the first episode, whatever, does it? where does it start from when he's already. No, it starts from a um, hundred years into the war. They do, like, before the, you know, each episode gives a little you know, rundown oh, of yeah, what yeah. happened, you know, yeah, yeah. but, um, it starts a hundred years into the war. Yeah. Um, when the waterbender from the, the only surviving waterbender from the South pole oh, okay. tribe, yeah. um, found, uh, the avatar frozen in ice oh. because when he got ran away, yeah. he got caught in a storm and basically used his, avatar strength to kind of freeze himself oh, okay cryogenically frozen. Yeah, yeah yeah so she find her and her brother find him and uh were they looking for him or no they're out fishing <laughs> <laughs> see no one knows what happened to the avatar because you know he just disappeared oh god damn it what the gardeners are here oh. <laughs> they always no. always show up while lily is napping <laughs> oh they're gonna wake her up <laughs> Probably. Are they going to yeah. come back here? No, they're not. No, it's the neighbors. Oh, the neighbors. But they do like to hang out right next to our oh, bedroom window. Is that the broken leg guy? The, the white one? The, yeah. No, no. The, or the one over there is the broken leg guy. Yeah. He's just, he just resting. Well, because he had his wing open, so I thought he was like in the in the throes of death. I don't know. It might be. He's had a hard life. Well, he needs to leave because ain't nobody want a dead pigeon on their yard. Look at it. Like that? Yeah. Yeah. Man, talk about this is a really <laughs> depressing episode for cartoons. <laughs> well, it's not cartoons; it's anime. Anime is real life. Um, <laughs> dang it! I had a question, but the gardeners no, the gardeners mess me up too. Goddamn gardeners! They mess everything up. They come every other Friday, and they love to start like at the worst time. Start right in the middle of her nap and hang out by her bedroom window. Yeah, they need to start like in the mornings. What are they thinking? Our neighbors on the other side they start every Saturday morning at seven o'clock. Well, see that the timing is good, just not the day. Yeah. All right. Oh man. But anyway, cool? yeah, we were. Um, yeah. Okay, she, so she found him in an iceberg. He'd frozen himself. But how, so, how did they know that he was like still alive? Because. Well, she. <laughs> it's funny how it started out because you know they're about you know it's the waterbender Katara is her name, and she's out with her brother Sokka. Katara. And he's not a waterbender. She's the only one left in the South Pole. And he, so, so he's one of the like the citizens then. Yeah, they're the the son and daughter of the chief. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, god damn it. <laughs> they're just revving it too. Yeah, and they're right next to her window. It's like her monitor is all the way up in the red. She's gonna wake up any second now. Maybe, Motherfuckers. Yeah, maybe for the sound. Let's see if we can. <laughs> But I'm more worried about her waking up than yeah, anything. Yeah, no, but, but I mean, so won't pick it up. <laughs> but um, yeah, so um, they're out fishing. They had no idea they were there. He was there, but Sokka said something to piss off Katara, hmm. and so she starts, you know, throwing her arms around, yelling at him while she's doing it. She's bending water. She doesn't realize it because she's mad, yeah. and she ends up breaking this iceberg open. And there's right. like, there's a kid in there. <laughs> and oh so, shoot! So she they break it open. And he gets up and starts staggering at her and is like, what happened? <laughs> Where like, am I? Yeah. Like, who are you and why were you in that iceberg? <laughs> and he's still, and he's all dressed like, you know, in his garb and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's not all blue and frozen, like blue lips and stuff? No, no, because he was, he's I guess, I guess he was in the Avatar state for the last hundred years because his eyes were still glowing. Oh, shoot. You see, so now that opens up a whole another range of questions because... The guy that was, you know, that they were fighting or looking for him, he is he still alive then? Because it's been a hundred years. No, um, but his grandson has taken up his torch. 
So see, so this is where I get invested because, and this is the guy you like, right? The Firebender guy. Or I no? like all of them. I think they're all cool. Well, that he's one of the, the classic like. Um, he's the classic redemption story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, he's like the the most interesting to me. He's the most interesting character because mm-hmm. he's like any hero. You like him. Because he starts out. He's got an out, eye patch too. I mean, he, eye patch. No, he doesn't have an eye patch, but he's got a cool scar over one of his eyes. Well, that's even cooler. They they get you know. That he one, got they from have the double. The, they still have regular vision. <laughs> yeah, he's got a cool scar that he got from his father. Yeah, I mean that makes it kind of cool slash Jerry Springer esque. You know, when you got that whole like, <laughs> my dad gave me this scar. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so tell that story because that's probably going to be the the crux of this episode. That's pretty cool. Well. It it also well yeah do the whole because I have to give the abridged version. Um, so how well, do you take up the man on stuff? Yeah, like. well yeah. So um, Fire Lord Sozin was his name. He's the one who started the war. Yeah, and his friend died, he kind of so yeah his his friend the Avatar died, so he starts the war, but he kind of gets consumed with the paranoia that the next Avatar is gonna kill him or... come get him so he just like spends the rest of his life Looking you know hunting him. down the avatar so yeah he ends up dying his son um azulon yeah. takes over and keeps the war going their their main obstacle that the fire nation is having that's keeping them from winning the war is the earth kingdom because they can't take they're having like the worst time taking down the earth kingdom and they're just basically like playing defense right they're, yeah like they're not trying to attack them they're just kind of like man back up yeah it's because their whole thing is just to take over the world they don't want to like just destroy or well i mean they want to find the avatar but mainly they just want to almost like they want all, the earth. all yeah all nations to be fire nations okay yeah yeah so um so zulon you know keeps the war going after after sozin and then his son um osai becomes the next fire lord even though he was the second born son he kind of usurped his brother oh who's iroh who is awesome i love uncle iroh he's, he's he too, is amazing see so that'd probably be me because he's like very like he doesn't want to fight really or, yeah he's just so zen i mean you know well, that ain't me, but. he's he's had you know i mean would he wear uh harem pants and crocs that's what probably i, mean. I could totally see uh He's a Uncle drunk. Iroh. Is he? Is he drink? No. Oh, okay. I he's he is a tea connoisseur. He loves tea. So he but, spikes that thing. So, um, so Zuko's father is Osai, and he was the second-born son. Yeah. Iroh is, you know, is Osai's older brother, but he went off. He was off fighting in the war. Yeah. He was a general and like a really good one too. Yeah. But when his son died in the fighting in the war, he kind of just kind of you know fell apart a little bit like one would yeah they never tell the story of like his wife or a mother of a son or anything like that and so you don't just, know what happened to her yeah no and they Ooh, just kind of mention mention the son just to say you know he died <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah he ain't, he ain't here no more <laughs> so <laughs> so osai goes to his father who's the fire lord and says you know you know iroh's in no place to you know, be a fire lord. Look at him; he's fa- completely fallen apart. You know, you make me the new fire lord. Thanks, little bro. And um, so Azulon <laughs> got really pissed at Osai for suggesting that you know he cast it. You know, his big brother aside. A big brother aside, yeah. right after the death of a son. So he tells Osai, "It's like you got your your punishment must fit your crime. You need to kill your son." Oh, okay. So he That's... was gonna do it, but um, mysteriously. And what's his son? His son's name? His son Zuko. Zuko. That's it. yeah. yeah. Right there. So um, the way I remembered it, because I had a hard time remembering it when I first got into the anime, which probably wouldn't be re- very relevant to you, but I always thought of Danny Zuko from Greece. <laughs> That's his name. I was yeah. It always. I just never cared for it, but like I always remember it was uh, what's the girl's name. Sandy. Sandy. Sandy and Danny. How do you spell it? Z-U-K-O? Z-U-K-O. See, look, at, I put in my notes, I put badass Zuko. Zuko. He is pretty badass. And it's under personal. <laughs> that was an accidental. Sweet. But, uh, yeah. So how do you get around it? Yeah, what do you do? So, um, mysteriously, right after that, the um, Azulon dies in his sleep. And oh. his uh, parting words were to make Osai the new Fire Lord. So... So, Wait, who 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 uh, presented those parting words? 
um, the I think the priests or something like that. Those you know, Lane, because they're um, they're interring Zulon, and once you know the funeral ended, um, they named the new Fire Lord, and okay. so they. What's the word I'm looking for? They had a coronation. Yeah. Okay, and uh, yeah. named Zuko, or named Osai, the Fire Lord, who's Zuko's so, father. So he really did say it then. It wasn't like, you know, somebody said, oh, by the way, nobody else but me heard it. And he said that I'm the new. You know, they never really talked about that. They never, like, said what happened when he died. It yeah. just said later on who was responsible for it. And um, Which was? I mean, you're spoiling everything. Yeah, I'm spoiling it. It was Zuko's mom. Oh, with, man. You really with mean. Zuko's dad, with Osai. Osai and Zuko's mom. Zuko's mom just loved her children. There's, mm. you know, Zuko and Azula are the two children, boy okay. and girl. Yeah. And she just, you know. There was no way she, she hate, She It was an arranged marriage. She doesn't like Osai. She's just, her whole world is her children. Doesn't sound like anybody would like that. Mm. <laughs> so she gets word of this. And so she goes to Osai saying she'll do anything to save Zuko's life. And he's like, well, I want to be the Fire Lord. So, you know, he, she's like, oh, "Well, I'll kill your dad." Basically, <laughs> like, <laughs> like works for me. <laughs> basically, so she, it turns out, I guess she poisoned him or something like that. Yeah. But he said, "Talk about you know, yeah, total jerk." He's like, "Okay, I want you to kill my father for this, for so I can be Fire Lord, but as punishment for it, you you're banished. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I want you to do my dinner work, but then I'm gonna punish you for it. So, <laughs> so, so she had to leave, or yeah, she had to leave. No one really knows what happened to her. There, it's an ongoing theme throughout the whole series of what happened to Zuko's mom, and he just oh. wants to know what happened. Oh, okay. And I think there's um, a manga series that kind of goes into that. Yeah. Like after the but whole. But you never thing read ended. it. I haven't read it. No. So you're not a true fan, Beth. It just means I haven't had access to. It. You mean you didn't travel to Japan and buy the 30-volume manga series right. and learn to read from right to left? Come on, Beth. Uh, well, it's funny because when, when, when you buy American mangas, they are right to left. Yeah? Yeah. And so, like, uh, if you, like, open it up like you would a normal book, and it's it, the says, it says, stop, turn book over. Oh. <laughs> so you have to read it, like, this way. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen people, or I've seen them, like, in stores and stuff. They look cool. Oh, I should have brought, I have a... It's not a manga, but I bought a book. Um, I think probably off Amazon, but it's nice and, and thick too. It's like art from like I think seventies or something, from uh, like kids books or something from Japan, hmm. and they're very like nicely detailed. They're not graphic or adult, but they're very like um, they'll do kind of cool little effects. It just looks really cool the art, and I just seen a couple of samples and and I just bought it just because it looks. But it's very sharp, and I can't remember the artist, but it looks. It looks very cool and just kind of it is for kids art, but it looks like I don't know if kids will appreciate this kind of art. It's just very sharp. Yeah. And it's yeah. one of those you know kids want to see I don't know, uh, f- um, uh, what's that family circus or something? A little stupid <laughs> Jeffrey or something like. No, mom, I don't know what happened to the. To I always the hated family. God circus. is so stupid, you know. Anyway, I was more of a far side person. Heck I love yeah. the far side. I've I didn't got, buy I've all, got the all the books. I've got all the books. Oh, how dare you! I have like two or three of them. <laughs> They actually made these uh, sets. We got one from my dad one year for Christmas with, mm. with all the books in like, it's like this thick, weighs like 50 pounds, <laughs> two hardcover books of nice. all the, the Farsight cartoons in it. And, They're so good, man. And that's like cows. the one thing that survived the fire when my dad's house burned down because it was tucked underneath the um, uh, coffee table. Oh wow! So he's like everything burned around. It. Yeah, everything burned around. It's like one thing that survived were my Farsight books. So he just like, he could like go. sit there in the in the smoldering ruins and just sit there and read <laughs> yeah. like you know, Farsight, laughing at the the space cows or yeah. Because me me and my cows. brother like came together to get it for him one year for Christmas. It was like one hundred and seventy five dollars. Yeah, but I mean two hardbound now. books. So leather bound or what? No, they're just you know just hard hardcover <laughs> books. But hard to burn apparently. But they're huge. Hey, what about the, the gardeners? The gardeners are still there. It, he goes next door here, and then he goes across the street. They both hire him. More importantly, where are the pigeons? The pigeons left when the gardeners came. God dang. That's one, terrible. One more, one more reason to hate the gardeners. Yeah. They scared away our pigeons. That's our entertainment, damn it. Not for sure I'm bringing the pellet gun next time so I can shoot the gardeners. <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to leave the pigeons alone. All right, uh, before we get back to the story, because I, I got one huge question that okay. has not been answered. But I had another thought 
regarding the not the fire but regarding the books. Oh yeah, my other favorite cartoon, Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, Love we got a couple of Calvin their books. I still I get it popped up on my because it's on my wish list, but when they drop the price, but they have the collection on uh, Amazon too. One thing that bothers me not not so much about Calvin and Hobbes, it's um. You know those stickers you see of Calvin pissing on things? I hate those. I it, hate those so much because... Completely unlicensed, for, too. Yeah, they're, yeah, that's... I was going to say for two reasons. One, they're it. completely unlicensed yeah. because the the animator never wanted nope. to market... Nope. Jim Matheson. Yeah. yeah. And second... True nerd. Yeah. That's not... Like, Calvin's not this little Corporate shithead. Corporate mascot, yeah. He's not a little shithead like yeah. Dennis the Menace. They're trying to make him out to be like Dennis yeah, the Menace. But yeah. no, he's just, you know, a, a normal Simpson. boy... Yeah with a really active imagination yeah, who yeah. goes on adventures with his little stuffed tiger Hobbs, you know? And he's always getting like, he's one up in his parents, you know, by asking questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, like, I mean, my, <laughs> like, well, not my favorite, but like one of the big things when he builds those snowmen, you know, mm-hmm. with their heads cut off and they're like, Calvin, like, what are you doing? Like the neighbors are looking, you know? And he's <laughs> like, what? He's like, there's snowmen, like big deal. And they're, they're like shooting each other. Or they're like, you know, sawing each other's heads off, and they're like, "We need to get that kid some therapy or something." Yeah. Or like the little but girl yeah, that he just, likes, and she's always uh, like messing. You know, Susie, I think is her yeah, name. Susie, yeah, Susie. Yeah, it's great. It's like it's 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 like for kids. It's for adults. Like his parents are there. He's he's like he doesn't get away with everything. He's always like, I don't even know why I bother going to school anymore. You know, mm-hmm. it's like his, his teacher gets some. Sometimes he gets the teacher. It's great. I love it. One of my favorite cartoons is he goes to his dad and he's like, "Dad, were dinosaurs around when you and your dad?" Or, or when you were little and he's like yeah i used to go hunting them with with them with your grandpa. i used to go hunting with your grandpa for them and you hear his mom yelling from the other room he's like don't you think calvin's grades are bad enough <laughs> that's funny because it's probably like a book report yeah. he's like yeah my daddy's the hunter he's like oh that's hilarious <laughs> well that's what's funny that like they try to kind of you know like infuse his little whimsical and stuff but mm-hmm. they like they make it worse or they make him I don't know. It's just, yeah, his imagination is fantastic. And it's one of those where people, you know, you have that argument. like, well, so is Hobbes real or is not? No, like, no, he's just a stuffed animal, well, it was but like, it's, well, it's imagination. Like, well, it's yeah. kind of like, does it matter really? Like, look mm. how much fun he's having, you know, when he, they're skiing down or when the when when Hobbes gets one on him, mm. it's hilarious. Like, he's kind of, he's pelting him with snowballs. Like, I get a kick out of it, you know? It yeah. seems like it's winter all the time. That's what I love, too. Yeah. I wish it was winter all the time. Skiing and shit like that. Okay. Back to the story. My big question that I don't know if you just haven't gotten to it or what, but so how does Zuko get the scar on his face? He gets the scar on his face because yeah. um, his dad's having a war cancel. Wait, and wait. So is this pre, you know, is that, okay, so. This is when he was younger. Okay, well, but so he he wants to be chief. His dad's like, all right, fine. Go ahead, kill your kill Zuko. And he's like, nah, that ain't happening, bro. So they poison him. He dies. So what happens to Zuko right then and there? Well, Zuko is still a child. Osai, okay. his father, becomes yeah. the, the new chief. Fire Lord. And his mom gets banished. His mom gets banished. But so Zuko stays there. So Zuko's there under, you know, with his sister who's okay. absolutely psychotic. Ooh, and uh, wow. he's basically, you know, at the mercy of his father. Okay, and talk about the sister though cuz I didn't even know The sister is Azula who yeah. takes it's more great. after her, you know, dad? her dad where Zuko takes Daddy's more after the mom. Yeah. And she is absolutely, you know, batshit crazy and how she's so, just yeah. she's just loves um, to torture loves to beat up yeah she, what was it she's a sociopath she's got no my kind of woman yeah well, she's so. she's just you know yeah loves misery in others she's always trying to you know harm people no or, mercy yeah harm people no mercy she's always trying to you know screw zuko over oh wow and zuko's so, the older one she's yeah. she's younger so but she's kind of like the father where it's kind of like, hey, I want to be chief, so, you know, or I should yeah. be in charge, so kill Zuko. <laughs> but yeah, she, but she's kind of like a firebending prodigy. She's like amazing with her firebending. Picks up everything fast. Yeah, whereas yeah. Zuko can firebend too, but he's, he has Slowly. more trouble with it yeah. than she, and she just, you know. Picks it up everything Yeah, right picks away. it up. So yeah. she's like, you know, daddy's little, print, you know, you know, the golden Prodigy. child. Yeah. yeah, she's the golden child and like Zuko's kind of the, you know, Sees him, sees him as the weaker one because he takes more um, off his runt, mom. The runt of the litter. I mean, it's two two kids. Yeah, not a big litter. But, but you know, he takes that more after his mom than the dad. So 
Yeah, because that's the thing, as him being kind of the any hero or whatever, like, he, he's got, like, a, a soft spot, right? He has a heart of, not a heart He's of got blood, a conscience. Yeah, there you go. Way, way, way deep down, whereas Azula doesn't. Yeah. But, um, so, um, they're still kids when Osai becomes Fire Lord, but how Zuko gets the scar on his face is... I think that kid told me, but I forgot. That's what yeah, uh, Osai was having a war council. Okay. And Zuko wanted to go sit in on it. He's like, you know, how am I, how am I gonna, you know, know what to do when I'm Fire Lord if I can't, you know? How old was he? He's, I think, about fourteen. Okay. And you know, he's like, you know, they won't let me in. You know, I want, I want to listen. I want to learn how to do this for when I'm, you know, Fire Lord. So his uncle Iroh is like, okay, you can come in. You'll go in with me, but don't say anything. Yeah. You're there to be silent and observe. I don't know if we touched on that, but so like his uncle loves him, but like he treats oh, him. Oh yeah, nice his, his, his uncle son. is more like a you know him and his uncle is more like a father See, son. I, I don't know that too. So his uncle had lost his son, so he was yeah. almost like his surrogate father. Yeah, and he actually says that later on. He's like, ever since I lost my son, I kind of looked at you. As, oh man, I want to shed a tear right now. Yeah. Oh man, it gets worse. It, it's like it <laughs> it really brings the feels at the end of the series, man. Oh, that sucks. But um, <laughs> that sucks for my <laughs> tough exterior. So yeah, so Iroh tells Zuko, "It's like okay, you can come in, but do do not speak. Yeah, you're there to observe. You're the youngin. Like, okay, yeah. So they go in. They're talking about you know, basically using one Fire Nation fleet as a decoy while this other Fire Nation fleet comes in, does Sneaks some damage, mm-hmm. and Zuko kind of you know loses himself. It's like how can we treat our Fire Nation soldiers that way? And he like kind of jumps up and yells that and. Mm, so so yeah it's like oh you disrespected the general that was talking you disrespected the fire lord you know it's his war council so they're like you know all this disrespect on him customs disrespected protocol yeah yeah so um they have these duels that they do in the fire nation called agni kais where um they're firebending duels yeah and uh so they're like okay well you dishonored you know, the war council. So you need to have an Agni Kai to get your honor back. And he thinks he's going to Agni Kai against the general who's talking. Yeah, who you disrespect. Yeah, so he's like, okay, that's cool. But when the Agni Kai starts, it's his father. Yeah. Because it was his war council. So he's like, oh, no, you disrespected my war council. So I'm the one you're Agni kai with. I got to put you in your place. Yeah, Yeah, but Zuko's like, I'm not going to fight my father. Hmm. So he kind of gets down on his knees and starts begging for mercy because he's like, I can't fight you. Yeah. And he's like, you get, yeah, he's like, get up and fight. And he's like, no, I I won't fight you. So he's burned the side of his face as punishment, I guess, and banished him. From the the nation. Yeah, he said, yeah, he banished him and said, you can only come back and I will only restore your honor if you bring back the Avatar or kill him. So that's where the whole, he's kind of his solo quest to single-handedly bring or kill the avatar or whatever yeah that's why he's so passionately searching for the avatars because he thinks that's the only way he can get his honor back because i roughly this is what i understand the whole series is kind of the quest to find the avatar right yeah i mean for zuko anyway until like the really end well, I mean, isn't I mean it's called Avatar: The Last Airbender, so mm-hmm. I figure like the focal point is well, the focal point is, excuse me, because he was so young yeah. when he got frozen. Yeah, he didn't do his training because oh, norm- okay. normally when an Avatar is you know recognized when they turn sixteen, they're sent off to the four nations oh, to okay. perfect okay. to perfect the element yeah. of whatever nation that is. Yeah, he didn't get a chance to do that, so um. The, whole, the focal point is him trying to go to the different nations to get a master mm. to perfect his skills before a, a certain point where a big event's going to happen. He has to take the Fire Lord down at that event or else he's, he'll be unstoppable. But, if, that, but that's not true for every iteration of the, or the Avatar, right? Well, every Avatar needs to... Prepare. They, yeah, they, they usually get escorted... Yeah. to the different nations to learn their their element yeah but this is that was before the war happened yeah because that, that's my all, whole thing. all the nations were peaceful and they yeah. could kind of inter yeah because obviously he's not gonna go to the fire nation like all right guys let's respect yeah. the rules and let me have one guy teach me like yeah sure thing buddy come yeah. on in behind these walls our guards will put their weapons down mm-hmm. we're not gonna burn you yeah yeah, yeah. that's my so, that's my thing so obviously Whoa, check out that bird 
Whoa, that bluebird. Oh, oh. my God, that's gorgeous. Uh-oh, he's uh, honing in on their territory. He's going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> get, yeah, but that good pigeon. Well, he's not, <laughs> the not-so-good pigeon. Yeah, I am surprised she slept through those gardeners. They were, like, right next to her window. That's one thing I love about her. It takes her forever to fall asleep, but when she's out, she's out. She's out. You can hear a large explosion. She sleeps through the 4th of July and oh, New Year's Eve. That's so, impressive. Yeah. <laughs> that's really impressive. But, um, but yeah, so he's he's trying to find masters of the different elements to train them. Train them. So hmm. Katara ends up being his water-bending master. So that's his first start. Then. Yeah. yeah. And so roughly how long does that, you know, how many episodes or seasons does that partake? There's whatever? three seasons in the whole series. How many each? episodes in each season? It's almost I crazy animals like thirty something or no. There's a lot. But oh, yeah. um there's three seasons and each season focuses on a different element. The first one is water, because yeah. that's where he starts with. He starts with Katara and because they're the ones who found him in the iceberg and yeah. unfroze him and stuff, so and, and they're probably all trying to stop the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's trying to stop the Fire Nation. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he starts with water. They they go to the North Pole because Katara can water bend, but she's nowhere near a Expert. master. Yeah. So she wants she break to break an iceberg, which is pretty badass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when she's not even trying. Yeah. When she's not even trying. Exactly. So so they both <laughs> want to go to the North Pole and find a master for the both of them. Yeah. So that's the first season, and it's the water season. Then it goes to the Earth Kingdom. Yep. Where he goes there to try and find, you know, a uh, earthbender that can teach him. And his earthbending teacher is awesome. I love her. She's Goals. one. She's a great character. Is her name's Toph. It's a. How do you spell it? T o p h. Oh, nice. The P is silent. Yeah. I like the silent <laughs> silent P. I like the silent P. But uh, oh, she's yeah. she's like the daughter of this like really rich aristocrat, hmm. and but she is just like total anti aristocrat and very kind of like laid back sort yeah. of uh she she's blind but she's like an amazing earthbender because yeah. she feels through her feet she learned to see through her feet oh. and feel the vibrations in the earth yeah so that's how she can see so she learned how to um earthbend so she can move mountains and stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's she good. she like sneaks out of her parents house and goes to like this underground um earthbending fight Thing. Oh, like a fight club? Yeah, it's like a fight. Like it, it looks like you know, a WWE match, but you know, <laughs> with Earth. Yeah, with with Earthbenders. So they chuck rocks at each other. Or something? Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. Stuff like that. But she's the champion, <laughs> and she's like this twelve-year-old blind girl. Oh, she, she's twelve. Yeah, wow. she's twelve-year-old blind girl, and she beats all of them. Let me guess. She, they have these big, like, muscular guys mm -hmm. and stuff. Oh, that's mm -hmm. funny. There's one who's who's the best one. He, he's called the Boulder, and they told you could totally <laughs> tell they. Um, hype him up and stuff or they modeled him after the rock because he talks about himself oh in the God, third person the i am the boulder yeah. you cannot defeat the boulder yeah, yeah, yeah. do but you yeah. smell what the boulder's cooking <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah That's he's nice. just like you know this i gotta watch clown. just that episode at least yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing totally like uh you know ham a total like yeah but he beats all the other earthbenders but when he goes up against top she like defeats him in like two seconds <laughs> oh yeah see that's good like they spend you know a bunch of minutes like letting him beat up all these other guys so that way they could just you know square him up against her and just let him like <laughs> wipe the floor with him yeah and he's like you know the boulder has reservations about fighting a little blind girl <laughs> and she's like sounds to me like you're scared boulder he's like, the boulder is no longer conflicted <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, yeah i gotta watch that yeah, one you, you, you like the boulder. season two i gotta look that up yeah, yeah the name alone they're like duh it's the boulder that's funny the rock the boulder yeah. oh, that's funny as hell yeah it, it he's great and he, he shows up later on in the series too but kind of help with battles and stuff yeah yeah, yeah see oh that, that's a cool character i like that the boulder yeah. the boulder and he's just always you know talking and you know you should have never messed with the boulder so even when he lost i bet like he, he was kind of like humble about it and just shook her hand or whatever and be like okay like you're pretty no, he well was pissed oh okay that might be even better then <laughs> so the boulder the boulder yeah but um season three who do they see or what is he who does he go train uh season three is the fire um man that that's what i was curious and, about um it depends on how much spoilers you want i'll tell you who this fire teacher ends up being well, I don't know, we're at the 50-minute mark, Beth. Did you want to try to do another episode? I think that might be a little bit much. Yeah, that yeah. might be much. Um, I was really curious about 
if we were gonna take his season three, he did airbending because that was gonna be oh, what was that gonna? Well, happen? he already mastered airbending because that was his n- native element. He learned from all of his elders and the monks. Even at twelve years old. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then that ain't no spoiler. But so, all right, yeah. Dude, give me the two minute rundown for the fire. Okay, nation. spoiler alert. Yeah. You know, along with all the other spoiler alerts. Spoiler alert. Um, I won the lottery. I got three million dollars. All right. Go so, ahead. uh, his fire teacher Not ends true, up being way. Zuko. Oh man, I feel bad. <laughs> now I feel I didn't want that spoiler. But go ahead, man. <laughs> I feel bad so, for myself. <laughs> it, mm, the abridged version. Zuko or finds him. Uh, yeah, Zuko and Azula find the Avatar in the Earth Cube. Wait a minute, man. How did Zula get into this? It's a long story. Okay. <laughs> Zuko and Z- Where do they find him at? They find him in the Earth Kingdom. and While he um, was training? No, they're trying to get to... The Earth, the Earth Kingdom is a giant bureaucracy. <laughs> okay, don't go there because I'm already bored yeah. with that part. But- so they're trying to get to the Earth King. Okay. To get him, because they know about a weakness. They, they know that every solar eclipse, if there's a solar eclipse. Got astronomy up in here now. Yeah, this if, show's got everything. If there's a solar eclipse, the firebenders lose their bending power. And what? They, they learned about that, and they learned that there's a solar eclipse coming. coming? Up. So yeah. they're trying to create this attack on the Fire Nation during the solar eclipse when Z- they'll be helpless. Zuko and Zula? No, um, just uh, the, the Avatar. The Avatar and his his friends. Oh, okay. They, they learned about this. They're trying to get to the Earth King. But, you know, there's this other guy kind of running interference. You know, it's kind of like, you know, and there's this, the king. Yeah. And then there's the guy that's really running everything. Oh, man. You know, like the advisor or something. Um, I hate that. It, I hate that character so much. <laughs> but you're supposed to. So. Is he the, the worst character? Worse than uh, the Fire Nation? Uh, Lord? No, Azula's definitely okay. the worst. So Izuku and... Oh, wow. Azula is... So Izuku and, uh, oh, sorry. Is this taking place uh, at the end of second season two or the season three? This is during season two. Oh, wow. Towards the end. The, wow. the end of season two. Okay. Because Zuko and Iroh, they, they became, became fugitives from the Fire Nation. Not just banished, they became fugitives. And Iroh was? The uncle. Okay, that is what yeah. Okay. So they kind of took refuge, refuge in the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. Because the Earth Kingdom was full of refugees Wait, but did you say Zuko and Zula found? Yeah, because, okay. well... Oh, separately. Separate. Oh, okay, well, okay, that's what I was confused. Well, Zuko and Iroh were taking refuge in the, the Earth Kingdom. Kingdom. Yep. The capital called Balsin Se. <laughs> Don't and, throw more words at me, yeah. please. I'm already off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Iroh and Zuko are just trying to create a life for themselves. Yeah, they're there. just... Um, yeah. And Azula goes there and sneaks in um, disguised as an ally... Oh, I hate her so and, much now. <laughs> and organized a coup. Oh, man, I hate her three times as yeah. much. Yeah. So she, she's she got all that going on. <laughs> yeah. And um, she finds out that Zuko's in the city. Oh. So she invites him to the palace to serve tea to the emperor because they, you know, Iroh and Zuko created tea shop. Yeah. So they are invited to serve tea to the emperor. But she's as an ally, so they don't know it's her. No, this, this is after... They find out that, you know, she she kind of took over. Oh, man. The, the coup, yeah, worked, unfortunately. So, Damn. So they think they're going to serve tea to the emperor. It's a trap. Oh. So, so Azula's trying to take them out. And, um, but, oh, God, it's been so long since I've watched this part. Her, she convinces Zuko hmm. to join up with her and take down the Avatar. Oh, so she knows he's there. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he okay. gets captured. That's right. He gets captured, puts into the cell, and she said, "If you help me take down the Avatar, you know, you can go go back home and get your honor, which is all he's ever wanted." Oh man, I would not trust her. For yeah. A minute. So he falls for it, and she actually ends up um, taking down the Avatar, but taking him down how? Like well, how she you... shoots him in the back with um, lightning. She thinks he's dead. Oh, okay. But um, just then Katara comes and escapes with him. Mm. And, but Katara was able to bring him back to life. But they think she's dead. So they go back to the Earth or the Fire Nation. Mm. And Azula tells their the, their father that yeah. Zuko killed him. He's like, why did you do that? She's like, oh, because you wanted your honor back. So I thought you can have the credit. Here's a freebie. Yeah. He's like, no, you're lying. There's always an ulterior motive. Oh, now, you, now motive. you're going to get wise to it, you dummy. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, you know, as long as the 
Avatar's really dead and no way he could have survived that. You have nothing to worry about, right? And so he... Now he's putting pieces together? Yeah, he's like, okay, maybe he's not really dead. So So he, he goes back home. She lies, says he can, you know... He, he killed the Avatar, so his father accepts him back. Hmm. But it just tears him apart inside because in order to do that, he had to betray his uncle. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man, I forgot. Yeah. So so he's so just, he's just you know, being torn apart by guilt. It's lies. Do it's, I really want this? Do I want uncle? He's, it's he's fake just, honor. Yeah. yeah, he's just all conflicted at this point. He's, mm-hmm. he's a big mess. Yeah. So finally he, you know... He's like, no, I can't do this anymore. So he stands up to his father. He tells him, you know, I didn't kill the Avatar. He could still be alive. And I am leaving and I'm going to go find him and I'm going to help him defeat you. Oh, damn. So, yeah. So him and his dad have a little square off. He escapes. And um, so now he's got his next hurdle is trying to convince the team that's with the Avatar that no, this time I'm not trying to kill you. (laughs) I'm trying to help you. And, of course, they don't want to let him in. They think it's a trap. And it takes a lot of convincing for them to finally say, okay, fine. Only because we don't know how else. Yeah, it's better to keep your enemies close. Yeah, Or just, I I don't know how else we can. And Uncle, did they get Uncle back? He, he, (laughs) that's a whole other interesting story. Oh, no. No, he was put in prison. Just because what? Being cool-ass Uncle? Because, you know, they said he was a traitor. Oh. Poor uncle. That was, but, um, was hurt, hating on his uncles. But like you know, uncle, he's he's so awesome, Uncle Iroh. He while he was in jail, he was just kind of like giving off this persona that he was like an old man going mad. Just but really, yeah. But like whenever the guards came to bring him food or something like that, or just to terrorize him, he just like seemed like he was losing his mind. Yeah. But as soon as they left, he kind of you know smoothed his hair and he's like starts working out just the oh, whole time. Nice. He's just working out, working out, working out. He's like been stuffing pillows in his. Um, his robe to make it seem like he's still really fat, but he's like super buffed out because he knows the. See, that's what I do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pillows. Yeah. Good little pillows. Because he knows the um, solar eclipse is coming. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. So he he's building himself up, you know, muscle, so that on the physical. Yeah. So yeah. on the day when they can't bend, yeah, he like literally rips the bars off his cell and escapes. Like yeah. you never see what happened. You just see Zuko going to find him. There's a to, big ass hole in the And there's wall. a big ass hole in his cell. <laughs> and those, the guards are just like traumatized. They're like, he was like a one man army. We don't, we, we couldn't stop him. And mm. it's like, so he disappears. Yeah. And uh, Zuko goes, finds the avatar, gains their trust, or teaches Aang firebender. So you don't see him at all for the rest of the show? Or? At the very end, yeah. you see him. Because he's part of, I know, another... Another layers adding into he's part of this secret society called the Order of the White Lotus, and there are people. That's from Mortal Kombat. Okay, but there are people that you know the Avatar and his friends have met throughout their journey yeah. that are all part of this order. It's kind of like you know the Freemasons. <laughs> oh man, but but he didn't join that till after he escaped prison, right? No, he was always a member since of the it. beginning. Since the very beginning, he's oh, actually man. the like the Grand Master or the Elder, like oh the, okay. the top dog. So he was always like. In, not in control, but he was never like worried. Kind of, he was all he always had a, a master plan. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So when he escaped prison, he kind of sent out an SOS call to all the hey guys, people, pick me up. Yeah. Or not so much pick me up, but we're going to get together and we're going to, you know, have a plan to take down the Fire Lord. Damn. Or take down my bro. Or take down. No, no, no. Because the Fire Lord was the Avatar's responsibility. They were oh. going to take. Um, Bossing Say back for the Earth Kingdom because the oh, Bossing yeah. Say has been taken over for the, for the Fire Nation, so they were going to rescue it. Yeah, cause, yeah, that's right because they infiltrated and yeah. they had a coup and all that. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we're try- um, basically, they're just like we're going to put back things in this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is the part that like re- makes everybody makes everybody cry <laughs> is Zuko reuniting with Iroh and like you know they they find this Order of the White. Order of the White Lotus, and all the people are there. There's all these tents. It's like you know, um, an army camp. Kind of off the grid, then, huh? Because yeah. they're not they're not like you know on anybody's radar. Yeah, they of. they well they were they were using a um, it was like I, I forget which 
animal was, but they're using this beast to track down Iroh's scent because Zuko's like, you know, mm. we, we need Uncle Iroh's help. Yeah. So they're trying to find him, and it leads them to the outskirts of Bossing Se, and they find the Order of the White Lotus and all the people they've met throughout their travels. And yeah. they're like, well, where's, you know, Zuko's like, where's my uncle? And he's like, he's in that tent over there. It's that throne, man. Yeah, the big tent big at the pimping. end of the at the end of the camp yeah. so he goes in there and um Iroh just kind of you know turns his back to him and he just starts crying and breaking down it's like I'm so sorry uncle and just like you know throwing himself out there and begging for his forgiveness and you just see Iroh grab him and hold him and hug him and it's like oh man <laughs> he's like what why he's like, can- why are you so ripped uncle <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like how can you forgive me so easily i thought you'd be furious he's like i was never mad at you i was sad that you had lost your way Mm. it's like oh okay okay i'm not crying (laughs) i'm not crying (laughs) god all this pollen in the air man close the windows exactly so so yeah that's that's the big crying scene and is that the like the last episode or like second last it's like third to the last episode and is that so what happened to his brother the fire lord he gets he he squares against um ang oh yeah ang takes him down kills him or just beats him he up? takes away his bending whoa which he didn't know he could do until yeah, he sure. it was it was like this big spiritual quest he'd gone on right before he this big showdown yeah. yeah and he like kind of got this power from uh, a ancient being that's a, so the easiest way I can explain it. That's so. one of those um, Deus Ex Machinas where they just put out like, oh, by the way, there's a superpower that you don't kill people. You just take their power. You're like, well, that's kind of BS. No, it's kind of blended to them. Oh, okay. It's so, like, okay, I'll let you use this power, but you got to give it back. Yeah, so you can't go around like taking everybody's power away. That ain't how it works. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be Deus Ex. So, so first he tries to take him out just by killing him. Yeah, but he didn't. Cool. he didn't want to kill him. Boo, yeah. Because of his Tibetan monk upbringing, all yeah. life is sacred. He's trying to get out of this without having to kill him. Yeah. So then, you know, he gets this power from this being, and it's like, okay, I don't have to kill him. I could just take his bending away. And, and that's like a worse. That's like a worse, worse fate because you're a fire lord, and you know your whole your whole shtick is bending fires. So like, so now you're gonna be a basket weaver for the rest of your life. You yeah. Know? So he takes his bending away, be an and basically driver. he's powerless after that he's got no energy and they put him in prison and there's he just has to stay there <laughs> better start working out like like yeah like i wrote it damn but but yeah so so is the fire nation over or no like somebody else takes over well um while ain's fighting osai yeah zuko goes to the fire nation osai had told azula you're gonna be the new fire lord yeah and i'm gonna be lord over everything oh right right so you're the fire lord i'm above you yeah so Zuko goes there to take his kingdom back. Yeah. He's like, you know, so she's like, okay, fine. You know, we'll fight an Agni Kai to determine who gets to be the fire or the fire Lord. Yeah. Cause she's, I mean, she's pretty confident. But at, at this point she, she's really confident, but at this point she is just kind of gone mad. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, you know, I can beat her this time. He's pretty sure because, he's control. Yeah. yeah. And you know, while trying to teach Ain, he learned some new things about himself too and how he can bend. So, yeah. He kind of got better since he left. Yeah. So he's like, you know, she's definitely off today. I could totally take her. So there's this huge battle going on in the Fire Nation over, you know, between Ain and Azula, or Ain, Zuko and Azula. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and are the other people just like watching them? Katara went with them to help. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, like the rest of the, the Fire Nation, they're just sitting around. Like, no, it's just the two of them. Like oh. they're in the palace. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, they end up, you know, defeating her. She gets hauled off to an asylum. Damn. Try and, talk about uh, fitting. <laughs> That's kind of mean. And but. Zuko becomes the new Fire Lord. So so everything's kind of back in the balance. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so is that how Yeah, this... so Zuko took over as Fire Lord, and he ended the war. He's, He's like, like, we're like, done. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's kind of like, thank goodness, man. We're over here. I'm losing brothers and sisters. Like, yeah, yeah. it's about time, man. He's like, we're, we're done, and I'm going to be working with the avatar to reunite all these nations yeah. you know we're all peace, divided peace we're, we're all suspicious of one another we're we're gonna do our best to reunite the nations so that's how the series ends man that was a hell of a lot i'm i'm exhausted <laughs> but i gotta watch that's a, the entire series of uh avatar the last airbender and what in one hour, hour and five well no we talked about my cowboy stuff so in 
and oh, the 55 pigeons. minutes. <laughs> and the good pigeons. And they're... Oh, and they're, Calvin oh, they're, Hobbs. Well, and now we got sparrows. Uh, yeah, they... They get the leftovers after the pigeon leaves. Pigeons leave. They'll be back around dinner time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got to be back before dinner time. Yeah, because me and Mark sit here and watch them as our dinner entertainment. Yeah, dinner and a show. (laughs) We don't have very interesting lives. (laughs) I mean, pigeons, that's pretty cool. I mean, I learned a lot from watching these pigeons. I had no idea pigeons were so territorial. Yeah, you thought they were, were, you know, you thought they just go, cool, cool. They just do, just like, uh... Like Azula, you know, they like to do a coup. Like I thought they were all Cuban because it's just a coup. All right. Um, <laughs> what was that? So what's the episode I said I was going to watch? The one where... The one with the boulder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to write that down. Watch episode... <laughs> with, uh, hopefully, I'll remember to watch it. With... You can probably find clips of the boulder. That way you can cut out all the fat from the episode on YouTube. I mean, the episode's like, what, 20 minutes long? They're about that, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I could watch one episode. So that has been our rundown on <laughs> Avatar, The Last Airbender. I hope so you, you can watch that episode, and I'm sure it'll uh, raise new questions, and we can <laughs> do like three do more like episodes. Next, next time we can <laughs> present those questions to me. <laughs> yeah, we'll watch, uh, I'll watch one season, you know, all 88 episodes of it, and then we'll do a whole episode on that or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's one character I forgot to mention that is an amazing character, but real quick, mm. is the cab- poor, poor cabbage vendor. The cabbage vendor? <laughs> He's always getting his cabbages ruined by the Avatar or his friends, and he always goes, my cabbages! <laughs> they always, like, knock it over or something? Like, knock over his, his, or just, you know, fall into it or destroy his cabbages somehow. And every time something happens to his cabbages, he just yells, cabbages <laughs> it's an it's an ongoing is joke. there like every episode or not every episode but a, f- a few times throughout the series it's so it a, pops up and you're just like oh there's a poor guy and does it happen like the last episode that'd be hilarious no like, no, no nothing in the last episode but <laughs> like they're just walking away and then it's all you know that that classic like uh cowboy scene where they're all walking away from us and then all of a sudden they just like tip over his <laughs> you just hear like see a boom and my cabbages yeah like a big old mushroom cloud and you just see my cabbages. That's funny. And it's just like out on the road in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, nothing to do with really anything else. Just Does every any- now and then he shows up and they run his cabbages and he goes, my cabbages. <laughs> and he's always alone. So, you know, like by that time his family's died of poverty and <laughs> this poor bastard's going across the nations trying to sell his damn cabbages. Because, yeah, nobody likes cabbages, man. No. It's, they're awful. They're Absolutely awful. awful. There's another pigeon, and uh, that pigeon's back to say goodbye. So from yeah, so yeah they, they came. Oh, there it is. It's like right here, yeah. So the pigeons have returned. All is well. We can All go ahead well, and back on the universe. So from the pigeons and I, Tony Shava, your jive as alien, have been here with my co-conspirator Beth, the Supreme Deity, signing off, taking off on the spaceship, on the mothership, and we'll check back with you guys next time. Toodles. Thank you.